0: W-B-N-E. Howdy Oaks, before we get started today, we wanna to let you know about a brand new project from Bacon and X, starting this upcoming Monday. So not tomorrow, Friday, or the following day, Saturday, or the following day, Sunday, but the day after that. Monday, you know, for eight Monday. Mondays. Monday, yeah, Mondays. As far from Thursday as you can get.
1: You've heard of them, Monday. Mondays. Yeah,
0: every Monday for the next eight weeks, Ethan and I will be putting out a free bonus episode of bacon and eggs, covering every episode of the Mandalorian. And I'm extremely excited about it. The Mandalorian is on Disney Plus. And by the time we're finished, the show will be finished in all the countries that have Disney Plus. So I'm very excited about this. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And to top that off, you don't have to do anything. I will let you know, they will be a little bit shorter This show, we try to keep between like an hour and an hour, well, like an hour and 15 to an hour and a half, sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more. The bonus episode of The Mandalorian, probably be closer to like 30 to 45 minutes, but it's going to be extra bacon and eggs for you, totally free. I'm super excited about it. If it goes well, maybe we'll do other shows. Who knows? All I know is right now, I can only plan for eight weeks and I'm excited to do that. And I'm really excited to share that with you. So I just want to let you know that we're bringing more content to you and we're super excited that you've been listening to this show. You're just the sweetest and the best thank you gosh wow you really didn't have to do that but you did because you're great so thanks you're the best all right on with the show howdy yokes and welcome back to big i'm tyler carlin and i'm Ethan chill and today we're going back in time or
1: maybe we're falling in love so go to a dark room close your eyes because today we're bringing you about time
0: Directed by Richard Curtis, who's the guy that wrote Love Actually. Might be the guy that directed it also. I don't know. I didn't get that far into his IMDb. I know that he wrote it. It came out April 9th, 2013. Look at us. That's a week off. That's a week off from right now. We do that so oh, often. Oh, no, it's not. Uh,
1: it's not April 9th. Sorry. It's September 4th.
0: Oh, September 4th. Oh, oh Europe.
1: <laughs> I wrote it backwards. <laughs> I was about
0: to say, April 9th. That would have been like a week after What's-His-Name died. So that uh, would have no, been No,
1: September 4th.
0: Okay, September 4th, 2013. So the date was backwards but whatever that was 2400 days ago on an estimated 12 million dollar budget it made 87.1 million dollars worldwide it got a 69% critic rating haha <laughs> and an 81% audience rating on rotten tomatoes and a 55 on metacritic because metacritic hates me does
1: does it does metacritic hate you
0: ethan i'm not going to lie to you i know i say if, every is week this this is this
1: your favorite movie
0: ever probably top 3 romance movies definitely in the 65 to 75% Rotten Tomatoes category.
1: (laughs) I mean, all of these scores makes sense to me.
0: I, I can see critics not loving it. I can see audiences liking it better. I can see super critics, especially like the neckbeards on Metacritic being like, this is stupid.
1: That's not even uh, how Metacritic works. How does Metacritic work? It's just an aggregator. Well, so is Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, but that's not how Metacritic works. People don't well, go write Metacritic reviews. They don't? I don't
0: I don't know how it works. I've never been to Metacritic's website on purpose. It just it, it
1: combines the score of all the reviews into one score.
0: Okay. Sounds like a bunch of neckbeards didn't so like this movie.
1: It weights everything on a hundred point scale. And, then and this
0: it takes came out average. to a 55. So a 5.5 yes. out of 10. Correct. Which rounds up to a 6, which rounds up to a 10. Boom. 100%.
1: <laughs> Except it doesn't because it's Metacritic and not Rotten Tomatoes.
0: <laughs> um, I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I love this movie in ways that... Like I, I I always surprise myself how much I like it every time that I watch it. Ah, uh, what about what about you? How did, uh, when I first pitched this movie to you, you were like, "Really?"
1: I got about halfway. I mean, I knew you were gonna eventually force it on me because you've been talking about this movie for years. I tried I to love get. This movie. I watched it one time and I got about halfway through it and it was just like, "I don't care." And ah. it's it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's 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 a five point five out of ten probably. Like I would oh, agree I like with it that. much
0: better than that.
1: I mean, I I, I the- definitely could see that. I, I could can see anybody liking it. I can see anybody not liking it. Uh yeah. It, yeah, I, it's a good it's a great concept that is just sort of like a little bit wasted on the story it's a little creepy like it doesn't hold up that well I don't think it's creepy I, I do think it's definitely creepy it's d- Fortnite weird when he goes back and he's like uses her own words against her to make her fall in love with him yeah I, like the, you can't I, it's 2020 I, I know you can't do that anymore that is manipulative
0: well, the whole thing is manipulative but they show that like like he runs into this problem where he meets her and he knows so much about. About her, but she doesn't know anything about right. him. So, like their conversation, like it can't happen.
1: I mean, but like it is aged in it just in the years since it came out, it's aged like much worse than Fifty First Dates.
0: I've never seen Fifty First Dates.
1: It's like this, but less weird. It's like that part of that concept, but less weird. Where like he, well, like she the, the wakes the up every day. And doesn't remember him? Has. Say again.
0: I was gonna say the advantage Fifty First Dates has is, I guess, I was gonna say that they're both aware of what's going on, but I guess they're not.
1: They're not, yeah. So, I'm, like, she wakes up every day and, and doesn't remember him. That's sweet. It's like The Notebook, but not
0: horrifically sad. Oh, I like The Notebook, too, as long as we're on the topic. Yeah, That's but a it's horrifically film. sad.
1: Yeah. Great I mean, it's, it's a cinema, Nicholas though. Sparks book. Like, it was never gonna end well. Yeah. John uh, doesn't
0: die in Dear John, does he? He doesn't get, like, blown up or anything.
1: I don't know. I've never seen or read Dear John. But, like... Collects coins with his dad. But, like, he wrote A Walk to Remember. Oh, God. How, How dare you? you? dare you? Yeah. But, no, this is, like... It is a, it is a great concept... And like it has some absolutely phenomenal dialogue, and also some yeah. of the worst dialogue. Oh, give me some worst dialogue. Just like it, it goes back. Well, anytime Bill Nye's on, on camera, it's it's a joy to watch. Oh yeah, Just, oh, that's any
0: film, TV show,
1: anything. But we we're, we've got early early Donald Gleason here. This is like pre yes. Star Wars, and they make this Post- kid say the the corniest things ever said by person no it's great it's great certain parts about
0: this when i saw it that were very fairy tale wedding like i remember seeing this movie for the first time and being like i hope i have an outdoor wedding where it rains and everybody's happy about it
1: right it's like it's a terrible situation but it's a story but the company you know right
0: and the company of the people you're with improves it so much
1: well and that's the thing is everybody right now and, and, and you know i don't want to spend too much time talking about what's going on in the world on this episode, yeah. but like, there's a lot of people right now. They're like, Oh shoot, this thing that's going on has caused my wedding to be canceled. So I'm just going to like really dramatically elope and oh, it's that's like, fun. and it's like, yeah, cool. And then you get to have your actual wedding. First of all, you're just going to have your wedding later. You're going to do the party part of it later when this whole thing is over. Like you're still going to have a wedding at a venue with a reception and everything, but also now you have a story. Yeah. And like that is down the line that is going to be so valuable to you.
0: Yeah. We will. You know what? I think, I think five years from now, this is going to be, I just, this is my one COVID-19 point. I think that people are going to forget it was in 2020 because it's called COVID-19.
1: Probably. Or maybe not. I mean, this is, we're still in the first month of this being bad.
0: Yeah. But maybe anyway. five years from now, we'll be like, maybe this will pass soon. <laughs>
1: Maybe we've got sight again. Right. God help me, if this quarantine is still happening in five years. <laughs> I think at some point people would just be like, I'll just die. Well, yeah, I think at that point it's like everybody who's going to get it is got it. Right. <laughs> like one way uh, that you can only social distance so much and like you still have to go to the grocery store. Right. And everybody will have picked it up from Kroger then.
0: Right. Um, but back back to about time. Yeah, so, I, so this th- is, this movie, I don't, it checks a lot of boxes for me where it's like, there's also, so that scene had like a big impact on me. Additionally, before I had children, the scene where he talks about having kids had a big impact on me. It was like, he's exactly right. For the most part. Uh, he's exactly right about like, there's nothing that will prepare you for the love that the people you love give to your children and nothing that will prepare you for the indifference of people who don't have children. Uh, which is... I would say ninety percent accurate. I would say most of my friends who don't have kids in my like immediate circle, because I love them. I think love Olivia a lot, but I also think that it, it changes the dynamic of family in a way that I wasn't expecting.
1: Yeah, I could like I when he, they got to that line, I was like, "This is Tyler is just whether he knows it or not has repeated this before."
0: Oh, I know very well that I've repeated. I've repeated yeah. it on this podcast before. I've like um. searched that quote <laughs> on IMDb <Yeah>. multiple times. <laughs>
1: 100% I was like this is this is he said the thing it's like when I watched yeah. Rushmore and uh he he says the 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 uh, what is it which what brand new songs uh sick transit Gloria glory fades Max
0: I, I I was ready for a night at the museum reference there oh that too yeah made but, of wax Larry what are you made of yeah uh,
1: and and well there's like nine different songs that are named after Rushmore quotes
0: I've never seen Rushmore
1: it's all right it's very <laughs> clearly Wes Anderson's first movie <laughs> Uh, Where you got, like, a, a a budding talent that's like, I sort of know how to write a movie and sort of know how to work a camera. Here we go. Let's do it. We got Bill Murray to be an asshole. Bill Murray. Bill Murray's so good. We're going to hang this whole movie on 14-year-old Jason Schwartzman. So t- I want you to
0: know more. I, I want to know more about your feelings on About Time because I, I really genuinely love this one. Also, I think Rachel McAdams has been, like, my my romantic movie crush for Since I, you saw this, years. at least. She's... She's in other romantic movies, right? She's the one in the notebook, right? Yeah, no,
1: I mean, for sure. But, like, I can, yeah, definitely, see the, I can definitely see the case <laughs>
0: after this movie. The Fringe. This movie makes me a fan of Fringe.
1: It makes me a fan of everything that Rachel McAdams does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was also the Time Traveler's wife, which is confusing. I mean she uh, okay, wasn't. Okay, this,
1: was... this is a better rom-com about time travel. I mean, Time Traveler's wife isn't a com, I don't think, but... Yeah, this
0: They're... is a and Rachel th- McAdams. Th- this is a better
1: romance about time travel than the Time <laughs> yeah, Traveler's wife... this is wife, not
0: one that made me laugh much. Or the lake house. She's not in the lake
1: house. No, but this... Okay, if we're talking about romances (laughs) about time travel, usually time travel movies are a little bit more high concept.
0: Yes. That's why I like this one. I think it's... I like how small the sci-fi element of it is where it's just it's there for
1: like sort of really no reason it's there for
0: like it gives you this cool sort of mental game of like oh does he go back and figure this out or does he help his roommate or what, what does he do um and i think that that's interesting but mostly like the whole thing is him learning that you don't need it i'd be very curious do you think? because at the end he says like i took it a step further from what my dad did i just went straight to the days that i enjoyed instead of reliving them like i just enjoyed them the first time. right, right. do you think he takes that a step further and tells his sons
1: yeah almost certainly does he have Still sons
0: rel- his first child's a boy no, no his first not. child's a girl yeah first child's a girl second child, yeah second child's a boy i think
1: i don't know we never really learn much about anybody past first child
0: yeah they have
1: three total, but I
0: think it's girl, boy, girl.
1: The insurance baby. Yeah. The killed dad baby. A what? Because he doesn't get to go visit the dad after that. Oh yeah. But I think <sighs> that was a moment in this movie that I was not expecting or prepared for.
0: Yeah, th- I, you probably have more insight onto this than I do. Uh maybe not. He got to prepare for everything. Um, I, I felt like it was kind of selfish for him to continue to get to go visit his dad, and I definitely think like using it. I get like reusing it to meet the girl at the right time. Like, I think he's definitely a little shady doing that, but it's like
1: good, good intentions, shady, white lies. I mean, just if they had. The scene where they introduce what he's going to do with time travel is the corniest thing ever made in a movie. He's like, I've got to find a girlfriend. Yeah. When, when the dad's like, cause that's the thing you would expect the 15 year old to say, you know? Like, yeah. oh, oh, we tell the men in the family that we have time travel when we're 15, but he's 21 at that point, And he's just kind of like, his dad's like, well, I, you know, these people did it to, to make money and I used it to, to, to read every book I could ever want to read and all these grandiose things. And he's like, I'm going to get laid. I don't think he is though. I don't think he cares about no, getting he, laid. Cause he doesn't care about getting laid. He he's immediately like love he uses the word love. love so much
0: yeah he's relatable he's quirky and dorky no Just she's like...
1: relatable and quirky and dorky he's <laughs> tim
0: tim they're both relatable quirky and dorky Th-
1: there's moments definitely where it doesn't hold up though when Rachel McAdams is sitting there going like i'm not pretty what are you talking about oh i know it's like <laughs> what i'm like girl you made bangs work <laughs> in 2013 <laughs>
0: Uh, this is better rated than The Notebook.
1: I wouldn't have thought that. I I, I have a deep, deep distaste for The Notebook. I do not. She's I... such a trash human in The Notebook. Oh, she is, yeah. Because
0: th- she leaves her husband, right? Or her fiancé?
1: It's just the whole... She's shady. Like, yeah. the whole th- thing.
0: But I, I think what The Notebook does is... It explains... Like I don't know that it explains it well, and I don't know that I agree with her decisions, but it's definitely like deep emotions and relationships are much more than like binary scores. I think once you've committed to somebody, that's when you put the binary on it. Like, oh, I'm definitely not going to leave you. Uh so she was engaged, so I'm 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 anti Rachel McAdams, Ally leaving her fiance.
1: But you, you know what I mean? Like it's. No I get it I get what you're saying And I understand why people like it There's just something She does in that movie That I, I You can't redeem it for me Like I can't redeem She cannot redeem it for me
0: Did you know that The Notebook was immediately After Mean Girls Like same year Yeah In the Rachel McAdams uh, Well that's
1: literally What I was talking about With this movie With uh, Margot Robbie In this And then in Wolf of Wall Street
0: Where she's like a high schooler Or like a young 20s in this And then in Wolf of Wall Street She's like a Like an proper, adult yeah. Proper bad bitch <laughs> Well I
1: mean it, She looks the same later on In the movie In this movie When they Yeah You know we jump forward in her time i guess they just made her up to look younger but i had not seen the full movie at the point when i was like wowed by the fact that this was the same year because if you'd been like oh yeah wolf of wall street came out in 2013 and this was 2010 i'd be like yeah okay that tracks kind of
0: wolf of wall street came out in 2013
1: 2013 yeah
0: i would i like honestly i would have said like it came, 2018. wolf of wall street
1: came out like i think a month after this
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it was late in the year because we saw uh gatsby in the spring
1: yes uh the wolf of wall street came out christmas day 2013 so two three months two and some strange months. months good year for margot robbie <laughs> good good to be margot robbie but no so yeah I, I definitely can i can definitely understand why you would like this movie and why people like this movie i just i don't think it's incredible uh, you know it, it's it's not a movie i'm gonna turn around tomorrow and be like hey kate you gotta watch this you know, I'll like hey kate let's, let's crack I'll text open kate a bottle right of wine now. and watch about time together because i just saw it two days ago
0: i'll text kate right now and be like hey i know you're working the most important work but oh she would I'll- love it yeah 100 <laughs> percent You and me need to watch this movie with a glass of wine.
1: Okay, so on my, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of more, let's, let's see. Rom-coms, rom-coms about... Time travel. I like this less than Kate and Leopold. I'll tell you that much. I see. I'm not a Kate and Leopold. Yeah, that, was the, that I, was the first thing that came up after this. I
0: see. Kate and Leopold for me didn't do it. I love. And Kate I'm and surprised. Do you say that because you hate Hugh Jackman?
1: I don't hate Hugh Jackman. I'm over I... Hugh Jackman.
0: <laughs> so in order to watch Kate and Leopold, you have to watch Hugh Jackman. Yeah, but it came
1: out like years ago, like 25 years ago.
0: <laughs> and you got to deal with it. Do you ever watch a movie with a now older actor who was young then, and you like Hugh Jackman never looked like he was 25.
1: Yeah, no. Well, the, like uh, I. I came out from doing something the other day. Kate was watching Starsky and Hutch, not Starsky and Hutch, <laughs> Turner and Hooch. Uh, I was about Tom to say Hanks, Starsky and Hutch. Okay. <laughs> Tom Hanks, to, or 19, 1989 and he was yeah. like, he looked way younger than I've ever really seen Tom Hanks because like I haven't watched a whole lot of those. It's been a long time since so I watched like You've Got Mail or When Harry Met Sally or Big, not Harry Met Sally, uh, Sleep in Seattle or Big. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, God, Tom Hanks got old, and I was like, Yeah, I mean, this is this movie's like thirty five years old. Not 35, 32. He was
0: born in 56. Math, 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 math. So he was th- 33?
1: 33. He still looks in these photos. Yeah, so like i net, yeah, Tom Hanks never looked 25 to me, but he also is old now. He's
0: 63. He's younger than I would have thought. He still looks great. He can
1: still do Woody. Tom Hanks can still do uh, Woody, yeah. How old's Woody, do you think? Woody's older than I'll ever be. Woody, yeah, but Woody is like, okay, so I was watching Turner and Hooch the other day, right? Yeah. And I wasn't looking at my phone. I mean, sorry, I wasn't looking at it. I was looking at my phone. And that was the first time in my life that I've ever been watching a live-action Tom Hanks movie and heard Woody. Yeah, Woody
0: doesn't sound like Tom Hanks. No, but Even in though... that movie,
1: like when 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 he gets really upset at the dog, he turns into Woody. Because Woody's the villain. I mean, sure. Woody kills the dog. Woody does not kill the dog. And
0: he shoots the dog in Toy Story Three. Okay,
1: anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so that was the first time I ever heard Tom Hanks. As Woody. And, like, obviously, he sounds older in Toy Story 4. And there was that video of him, you know, doing lines for the character and, like, trying to get into it when they were doing Toy Story 4. And he's like, I still got it! I can still Woody. It's, like, right up here, but I still got it. But, like, how do we get on this? What were we talking about? Oh, actors that, like, have aged.
0: are like, are never... I think the older I get, the more I realize I look old to people. Which I don't, right? I Like, I'm in my 20s. But again, we come
1: back to what we were talking about on Pilot Sauce. Is that, like, I never feel like in my life I have looked as old as Ross Geller.
0: Yes, I, Ross Geller will always be older than me.
1: <laughs> like, when I watch the pilot of Friends, I'm like, that dude is 35.
0: Well, he wasn't, was he? No. He was 27. He was my age. <laughs> Our age. Oh yeah, you're, you're my age now. I wanna look at a picture of Ross from the pilot. Yeah, that dude's just older than me. Yeah, like that
1: that definitely. Cause like,
0: I can't tell what it is. I think it's cause people on TV look bigger. You know what I mean? Like they look, they
1: always say, I expected you to be taller. But like none of these, maybe. Okay, so, so Matt LeBlanc, who I believe we figured out was like the oldest. Couldn't have been. He looks youngest. Like he's the only one that looks like he's in his 20s. Well and and uh, Jennifer Anderson.
0: Yeah, Jennifer Aniston looks like she's- What? What? I thought this, there's- no way. Okay, so the oldest-
1: is Lisa Kudrow,
0: right? Aged then, oldest, 31 Lisa Kudrow. 32? James Michael Taylor? I don't know who that is. Who? James Michael Tyler.
1: Wait, Lisa Kudrow was 31 when Friends came out? Yes. But that- that, that tracks, tracks though, like- Because like, if you
0: see Lisa Kudrow now, you're like, you are an old lady.
1: Yeah, whereas Jennifer Aniston looks like she's aged maybe five years. She looks older than Rachel, but not much. But not much, like not- I mean, she's like 52 now. She's fifty-one.
0: But yeah. She was her and Matthew Perry were the youngest. Matthew Perry, who looked like he was upwards of forty when the show started. That's not true. Was That's 20, not true. 25. He's only fifty now.
1: Yeah, but he I mean he looks like he's now he he aged very quickly in Friends. Yeah. But like the first season, when he was still wearing the vests and he was wearing like really loose fitting clothing, he would have passed for mid mid twenties. More than the rest of them. More than David Schwimmer. Would he? Do I know anybody that looks like this? I try to think about Tony. Our friend Tony, who
0: looks older than us.
1: Tony Bacigalupo?
0: Yeah. He is older than us. Is he? He's like a year older than us. I mean, it's a year, but... He (laughs) still looks younger than this guy.
1: Well, we're not here to talk about friends. We're here to talk about Donald Gleason, who at no point looks more than 21 in this movie.
0: No, he looks very young. Very young.
1: He looks too... It's the same thing you come back to with, like, uh... Like I talked about Titanic, is like Leonardo DiCaprio looks like he is eight years younger than Kate Winslet in that movie. Yes, he does. Like he, he is, looks- he is, Rachel McAdams is absolutely a, a beautiful woman, but he looks way too young to be with her oh i don't think so i don't think rachel mcadams looks that much older than him i think she looks like she's he looks 20 and she looks 25 or 26 the thing i don't get about that, her that is that i've never met film. a person in my life who looks like rachel mcadams does in movies with like the the ideal love interest yeah <laughs> uh they all look so old here Who you the Friends cast?
0: yeah you just sent me a picture of the friends cast they all look you know what it is look at look at matt leblanc and 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 uh david schwimmer their five o'clock shadow is i guess because they're Italian maybe is like so dark. Yeah. Which I guess there's like high schoolers that have this, but I don't have this. That's, that's so to me. That's Chris it,
1: millahan after one day of not shaving.
0: Yeah. No, his is still like theirs is more consistent. It's yeah, it's like more consistent.
1: It's because they can grow beards.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shh, 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 shh. my beard looks great.
1: But like, if I if I if I completely <laughs> shaved and didn't shave for two days, I, my hair is much lighter than that. But that's what it would look like. Yeah, maybe not huh. by five o'clock if I shaved at seven o'clock that morning. But I, I, I just I haven't reached that. That's the thing is like we, they always talked about that about like that being a problem. Like yo, you got five o'clock. It's called five o'clock shadow because it's it's what you look like at the end of a work day. And like we men that are uh, you know. In our mid twenties, in 2020, we have we don't we're not men like that anymore. No, like, I don't we, have that. We have, have not aged chin. to that. I think you have to work like a construction job for eight years <laughs> to like earn that. It's like I yeah to I, earn it. I, yeah, it's not it's not an age thing. It's not it's it's like a it's like a merit badge.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's shit. You
1: know they're they're out there working in the in the hot sun and and slamming down rebar and hoisting girders and I'm in here <laughs> making a podcast It's like it's like a vitamin D deficiency, man. My hair just doesn't grow like that. <laughs>
0: no my but like i do think david schwimmer was her 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 no i think that david schwimmer was a
1: man in the 90s it's like it doesn't happen anymore yeah we're genetically different loose fitting clothing where did that go huh how did it is it is rapidly on its way back (laughs) we are about to live through that again not that not the
0: pants you don't think the pants do you the
1: pants are the pants are getting looser every minute man so we went from like we went from joggers back to like Skinnies back to straight leg back to like proper like people wearing like construction worker dickies now just like regular dudes I wouldn't I wouldn't do that they sold jeans at the uh, Ace Hardware I went to the other day Okay, we haven't gotten there yet. We're not talking about like carpenter Mm -hmm. jeans. I'm talking about like just regular like Levi's five eleven fit. Like I got a pair of uh, flannel line jeans. Just original jeans. You know what (laughs) I mean? Yeah,
0: not (laughs) boots. Classic. Not straight leg, relaxed fit.
1: No, not even relaxed fit. Because there's a step. There's a step directly. Like if you cut the difference between straight leg and relaxed Relaxed fit. fit. You yeah, have like, just like a a, just like a little bit roomy. Like you can, you can, there's pliability to your pants, you know? Yeah. They'll get twisted around your legs sometimes.
0: I've never had my pants twisted around my legs. No,
1: but like there's the capability for that. Like you could, there's enough a- available pants real estate that they could theoretically, the seam could move. I'm just imagining what's going to come back is
0: like loose fitting sweatshirts and uh, skinny jeans, which I feel like is what's in right now. That's what cool kids wear when they, when they play in bands.
1: No, but now that's what I'm saying is now they wear loose fitting sweats shirts and dickies dickies and dickies I, although nobody plays in bands right now
0: <laughs> nobody plays in bands. nobody's nobody... in a band right now <laughs> they're still in the band they're just not playing in the we band. had
1: one release show be canceled or about to have a second release show be canceled well one day one day i'll get to play the songs off happy again live one did of these you write days. did you write them yeah which ones did you write i mean michael and i wrote them together oh like all of them uh sort of i don't know what that means it's complicated It's not just like Nobody just sits down And comes back with a song Like that's not how we work Well I, I mean like I, I would assume Some people like Elton John does <laughs> Well yeah Well Elton John has uh, There's a movie about The guy that wrote Elton John's songs
0: Yeah but I mean Before that guy was Writing them Elton was writing His own tracks No he wasn't
1: <laughs> Did you watch Rocket Man? We covered it on this show
0: Yeah it's been a minute Since I've seen Rocket Man. She
1: packed my bags Last night pre-flying. I'll tell you what This is a completely Separate issue From anything we're Talking about I just drank a Devil's Backbone Sour IPA, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You ever had it before? No. Live your truth. What? I don't know. No, I haven't.
1: Okay. Anyway, it was good. It was neat. It was a sour IPA, but all I want now is a Victory Sour Monkey. Dude, they're so good. It just, it wasn't as good as that. It was like still trying to be an IPA. This is why you, like, IPAs are overrated. Well, that's not true. Well, I'm pretty sure it is. I don't think so. Not as
0: overrated as they once were, because it used to be once upon a time, if you were drinking craft beer and you weren't drinking an IPA, you were
1: just like, you suck. You just don't like IPAs. That doesn't make them overrated. I think it does. Can I get that in writing? It's overrated because you don't like it. I mean, there are plenty of things that you say are overrated because you don't. Yeah, like and you call me out for every single time
0: i say like ipas are like the titanic of beers you know okay the beer everybody in the beer drinking community agrees this is a very good beer beer very good kind of beer you got leo that's hops you got kate that's barley what are we talking about this metaphor is metaphors falling apart
1: <laughs> and then you've got you've got the weird like the, the aftertaste of an ipa is the scene's with 80-year-old Rose. Yeah, what are they doing? They're unnecessary. <laughs> it doesn't taste very good. It makes the whole experience a little bit worse. Yeah,
0: I would agree. I and would like, concern. it would take you
1: less time to drink it if those scenes weren't in there. Cue angry DM from one Julia Kendall. It's a
0: good film. I was watching it the other day. Why? It came on, on, the, on the television. It was on oh TV. Oh my Can God, you... I cannot
1: imagine a worse <laughs> punishment than having to watch Titanic with commercials. <laughs>
0: Well, I I didn't watch much of it. I watched maybe like three segments, which was uh, so maybe, recently I
1: when when we had John Negroni on, I talked about how I never want to watch Gone with the Wind again, right? And I explained to you that it's because it's like four hours and twenty minutes long. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I explained that you could cut like a full two hours out of it and still have a perfectly serviceable movie. And that's the problem with Titanic is that like that boat sinks for an hour and a half. But that's the best part. But it's the worst part, though. Uh, it's
0: such a good movie. I would say if I was to like and watching the titanic to drinking a beer it's like an ipa you know it's just undeniably the best
1: i would much rather drink an <laughs> ipa than watch titanic I,
0: I i wouldn't say no to doing both at the same time nice nice cold one crack cold one with the boys <laughs> watch titanic <laughs> forget call of duty boys we're watching
1: titanic tonight
0: i think call I of just duty's didn't back care right about now. jack and rose i think i think call of duty's in right now it
1: definitely is they just came out with a new one is it i mean but like do you think that i've played it
0: <laughs> i don't know i really want to play halo all
1: i've been doing is playing animal crossing <laughs> i still haven't i still haven't tried that well you'd have to get another switch i've thought about doing that get yourself a switch light switch light for the pokes that's a very the... ty carlin move
0: oh it's very me as, as me as it gets <laughs> To have
1: a separate nintendo switch that you can like bring in the car and then not use yeah
0: even though the original switch like the whole point is that it's mobile
1: <laughs> yeah I, if you told me to buy a switch light, I'd be like, "But I can't dock it."
0: Yeah, that that is my only issue. The only it. time
1: I ever take the switch off the dock is when I want to play <laughs> Animal Crossing, but Kate is watching TV.
0: You what about for? Uh, oh, you didn't play Zelda. Uh, what about Pokemon? You didn't play Pokemon off the dock. What do you mean I didn't play Zelda? I thought you didn't play Breath of the Wild. No, I played no, before you did. you did. Yeah, you're right. I can't remember. I can't keep track of these things.
1: No, I didn't I play Pokemon. Hearts... I did not play Pokemon off the dock. Why would I play Pokemon off the dock? It's the first time I've been able to play Pokemon on the dock. That's true. Well,
0: that's not well. Hold on. Pokemon Stadium had a dock feature.
1: Okay. But, like, it's Pokemon, like, like main franchise, not Pokemon A Star Wars Story. Like, Pokemon OG, Pokemon Diesel on the TV.
0: Did you ever beat it? No, you didn't. No.
1: Uh, yeah I got like Halfway through you the, got to meet the, Halfway through the first part No I'll go back And finish it at some point But currently I've been playing Animal Crossing It looks very good Looks very enjoyable Lots of good memes Coming out it's of it It's just like it, Yeah it's it, It's it's great for memes It's the same way I feel about Stardew Valley Where like I'm just like Hate farming
0: <laughs> Do you remember uh, I'm like stuck uh, In
1: this stupid game That I started playing And I'm like what? This is dumb Why do I like this And then I'm sitting there For four hours Just like Smacking a tree Like this is so stupid <laughs> I hate that, this stupid hate game. This game Why am I playing This stupid game why am i selling my be- my my crops to this raccoon dog for bells to pay off a mortgage this is chores the game and then here i am like It came out at the exact perfect time, Yeah, is the thing. Like, there's no way Nintendo could have foreseen this happening, but you know as soon as the quarantine thing hit, they were like, Fortnite. Yeah. (laughs) Animal (laughs) Crossing drops Friday. (laughs) It drops now. (laughs) It
0: did come out early, right? That was was real. No. No? No.
1: It came out exactly
0: when they said it was going to. Oh. Maybe they did plan it. Maybe this was Nintendo's plan all along.
1: That would be wild.
0: That would be wild and terrible. We're going to pause the world for a month and a half to teach people how to save money for their mortgage.
1: Yeah, to teach people to, but it's a zero interest mortgage. <laughs> There's absolutely, the only reason to pay off the loan is so that you can buy a bigger house. Have, how big is your house now? One room. So you still have a tiny house? Yeah, I haven't paid off my mortgage yet.
0: Oh, so you got some tarantulas, maybe you paid off.
1: Yeah, I have. I, I bury all my money in the ground. Why? Because it grows money trees. No, it doesn't. It does. What is so this you, game? You bury money in the ground, and then th- two to three days later, because it's real time. This is the thing about this game, is that everything happens in real time. Yeah. So two to three days later, you have a money tree that has three times as much money as what you put in. That's insane. Yeah, so currently I'm just waiting. I've had the game for like a week, so I'm waiting for my, my crops to harvest, my money tree crops to harvest. I think tomorrow I should pull out a money tree that has like 300,000 bells on it.
0: What if it's like a third, and you're like, man... That was a
1: waste, but it's not a third. I've I've done a couple of them already. I've, okay. I've gotten to the I, I've gotten to the point already where I've like pulled money off the money tree and then just buried it in the same money tree hole. Oh, yeah, I feel like that's what you gotta do. But you can't bury all you you can only bury it in the gold hole. Oh. So you now get now you one get of gold those gold. per day. Oh. and like today I accidentally buried a thousand gold instead of a hundred I mean a thousand bells instead of a hundred thousand bells. So like to, no. in three days I'll get a tree that has three thousand bells instead of three hundred thousand bells, which is sad.
0: Well it's three thousand bells. That's how many I <laughs>
1: That's like one fish. <laughs> that's the thing is like pricing is so weird so like your um your house costs like nine tarantulas I
0: don't like tarantulas that sounds scary
1: yeah they're they're the worst thing in the game so far but they're worth ten thousand Bells
0: are they hard to catch
1: don't they like they are hard to catch yeah. yeah they do bite game, you and you pass out
0: the game sounds like fun
1: it, it is it is fun in ways but like it literally just makes me want to play stardew Valley because <laughs> it's like it's like stardew Valley like easy mode
0: so what you're telling me is bacon and eggs in addition to the monday Lorien, we'll be putting out stardew valley twitch streams oh my god every day of the week
1: every day of the week
0: <laughs> every day from 1 p.m to 5 p.m stardew valley with ethan
1: no i am not committing <laughs> to that aggressive of a streaming <laughs> schedule
0: i i'm just trying to come up with creative solutions here
1: i still have to stream Rollercoaster tycoon 2
0: I have it on my on my computer over here. I have roller. I on my Steam account, and I played it, and it is very hard. Yeah, way the, harder than yeah, I remember. Those games are impossible. Yeah, it like yeah, it was
1: like you do like Amity Airfield, and you're like, yeah, I got this, man. This 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 thing was so easy. You move on to the next scenario, and it's like have a million guests in the park in two days. Like, yeah, it's oh, like, cool. oh
0: god. Oh god! I had to, like I remember that like, you can adjust prices on everything. You can adjust everything. Everything, yeah. Like you can charge people to go pee. You can, yeah. It's. Oh, it's I crazy. watched
1: this. I watched this YouTuber for like five days named Marcel Vos. He's a Dutchman who plays Rollercoaster Tycoon too, and his whole thing is like trying to min max Rollercoaster Tycoon, right? And it's like he's speaking a language that is not English.
0: <laughs> is it Dutch?
1: No, it's roller coaster tycoon mechanic <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know well, cause, like i know that beneath what i can see is like a very thin veil for numbers right right for like how close can you slide like i know that the roller coaster if you put it at 235 i don't know this but this is the thing if you put it at two dollars and 35 cents then it will have like optimal success and it's just like binary results for every dollar amount you can put it at
1: well, it's it's just yeah, it's binary results for every single thing. Like, is this roller coaster gonna go around this curve too fast? Yes or no? If yes, crash. If no, don't.
0: Right. And like it's it's so hard for me to not try to beat that system, which is like the most frustrating thing about roller coaster tycoon to me, because like I just wanna play the game. And I know that it's good enough that I can just like I know that when I was younger, it was good enough that I could suspend belief enough to just be like, yeah, the game, my, my park is good. My people like it. I just want to make a cool park. I just want to make a cool park. But now I know that like now my brain has to process like, well, how are you going to? This is my problem with Zelda was I was like, well, I just need to find all the shrines. That's step one. Obviously, Conquer every shrine. Yeah,
1: but Zelda's designed in a way so that you can do that.
0: I don't know where they all are. And I, like, my thing with Zelda was I'm not going to Google a map. Because I remember I Googled the map with Skyrim, and now I have the Skyrim map tattooed across my back. Oh, I Googled,
1: I never Googled maps for Breath of the Wild, but I would Google, like, shrines in this sector.
0: I Googled once or twice, like, how to do this shrine.
1: That too, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because there were times where i go in there and there's like, there's not even a puzzle. It's just like, there's a brick wall. Fortnite. Fortnite. You. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> okay. Figure it out.
1: Yeah. But I mean, that's always been Zelda games. I, I keep going back to, to Oracle of Time and, or Oracle of the Seasons and Oracle of the Ages. The games that were literally undoable on the Game Boy Color.
0: Without like the the guidebook. We have the guidebook.
1: Yeah, the the... Prima Game strategy guide. Yes. I had one strategy guide ever, like, book ever in my life, and it was for Ratchet & Clank Going Commando.
0: Oh, I had uh, Pokemon Red & Blue. I had Seasons & Ages. I had, uh... I think I had Star Fox 64. I know I had Diablo 2 because it came in, like, the box set. Uh, I think I had... I think I got a box set for World of Warcraft that came with a guide that was, like, dated for an old patch.
1: I think I got that, too. But, like, I'm talking... Like, one that I actually, like, had and used and, like, bought for a reason. We...
0: I remember you used to always play Ratchet and Clank. I uh, I remember always loving the idea of playing Ratchet and Clank, but never actually playing it. I think I, Ratchet and
1: Clank going Commando is probably still my favorite game ever. Really? Yeah, like I I have that somewhere. I still have a PS2 that still works and like a working copy of that game. I'll pull it out every now and then and just like, I, I still don't think I've ever beaten it. It is massive.
0: I think my favorite game is a tough question. I really like Diablo 2. I recently got that. On my computer. Uh
1: So Ratchet and Clank, Going Commando, and and all the Ratchet and Clank games are basically like Super Mario Odyssey, where there's like discrete worlds that you travel to on a ship, right? And then just like do a bunch of things on those worlds. Right. It's like uh, uh Kingdom Hearts. Sure. It's the same thing. And I yeah. never played them ever. So, so, I don't know. Um, I I don't know. I just really enjoyed the system, and it it had like a cool like you never leveled up, but like your guns got better.
0: Yeah, I always like that mechanic of of like you. I know exactly what you're talking about where I feel very similarly about Skyrim sort of except in Skyrim it's a completely opposite.
1: Yeah. And it's like you can you can do better if you just save up a bunch of money but like there's no like microtransactions, there's like you go hit a thing until it gives you enough bolts.
0: Right, right. Like uh, you know what this is like? It's like a uh, Lego. Look like at the Lego games.
1: Yeah. Oh man, those games are I th- great. I have Lego Harry Potter the complete collection on my uh, PlayStation, and I just realized it the other day. You PS4? You have PS4? Yeah. Did I know that? I think so. Have we have we played PS4 games together? I don't think we have, because I think the only game you ever had was Spider Man.
0: That might still be true. I know that I had like the PlayStation Game Pass, whatever their version of it was, so I could play the classic Dynasty Wars. Games, uh, which was awesome. Nice, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about a series but I love? What match
1: central? <laughs>
0: yeah, just
1: hordes of
0: enemies. Uh, that the only was a Dynasty warrior
1: game... game I ever had was for the PSP.
0: I had the one for the. I had the. It's like Crystal Warriors, right, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. I had. I had that for PSP. I also had Dissidia. I had the PSP Go, which was the obviously superior PSP because it was all digital and you didn't have to like, game discs, but it like everyone hated it for some reason. Like it just totally flopped. So they just didn't, they didn't put enough games in the marketplace.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I had the PSP with
0: the discs. What a terrible idea! Why would you want a disc in like a handheld device? Because it
1: came out first. Well, yeah, but even when the PSP Go came out, people were like, "This is stupid." I didn't have strong opinions on the PSP. I think I had five PSP games ever. I had Ratchet and Clank: Size Matters.
0: Oh, you know why which people was didn't like the PSP Go?
1: Impossible.
0: Google the PSP Go, and you will learn why people did not like it.
1: I so I busted out my PSP like probably eight months ago and went to play Ratchet and Clank: Size Matters as like a like a proper adult that can like problem solve. Yeah, and. It it's still impossible. There's still the same level that I'm stuck on. Like, I always remember I would restart it over and over again just to, like, play the beginning of the game and then get to that level. And then, like, I did that and I was like, okay, this is it. This is the level. And I went to do the boss battle and I still can't beat the boss battle at, like, 26.
0: I know that, uh, uh, you know, game Final Fantasy 10 had that problem where you could... Oh, the PSP Go
1: was terrible because it was tiny. Because it slid open. Yeah, it was like a, like a... LG Venus.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was the problem with the PSP Go. Uh, this is very up the Ty Carlin alley, though, of I'm gonna buy the smaller version of this product.
1: Yeah, that was that was you, man. You were the first person I ever knew that had a netbook.
0: Ah yeah, I did. I still own that somewhere in this house, is that computer?
1: I believe that stopped functioning in 2011
0: Like oh, it does not work. <laughs> it's got like Windows 7 student on it, with like an expired version of You're it. You were
1: also, I remember when you bought a Microsoft Surface and you raved about it and then had it for a month and stepped on it.
0: I stand by that being the best of I've ever owned.
1: I'm sure. I love my Microsoft Surface. It's just not as good as my MacBook.
0: Having a MacBook was great. The thing that like I continue to learn every time that I get a new Windows device is that I'm always like, wow, this is amazing. It works so well. But I've never had to think this works so well about my iPhone. I just think like like, it just is.
1: Yeah. it, It it
0: just is. Like it there's no surprise that it works well. It just does work well. Obviously. Like there's no yeah,
1: I, so yeah. I I just bought a new computer monitor because I was down to one. No, oh, I like,
0: yeah, can't live that life. I'm currently living that life and I hate it. Well,
1: I'm on one now, but it's a it's a 39 inch ultra wide. So uh, I just do the this you know split screen thing. Right. But it's still like it is. It is brand new. It's like designed for color performance for photo and video editing, and like has you know I can I can reference it with the light in my room so things look right and everything like that. And it still just doesn't look as good as the Retina display on my MacBook. which is to be fair like 11 inches or 13 inches or whatever but that's its only drawback is how small it is.
0: Oh my God, Ethan! There are reviews all over the internet for the PSP Go into like 2018 and 2019. Is it back? I'm
1: ready. Why? Play some. What? what like I just I am so past the point in my in my life where I want a handheld game system.
0: Oh, I love love this concept. I, I think the problem with handhelds, and I run into this anytime like I pick up like a 3DS for a little while to play like an older Pokemon game,
1: is none the of them are The original 3DS as... was the worst handheld system ever made. I have a 3DS XL. I have the original small three. DS and I think that I have suffered like long term arthritic damage in my fingers from the way the controls are laid out on that. <laughs> Um, trying to use the little joystick thing It's like my thumb hurts just thinking about playing Pokemon <laughs> um,
0: I have a 3DS Excel But the issue with the, the DS And and like classic handheld gaming systems Is despite the fact that the games are so much better How are we talking so much about games in this episode?
1: Because but, we're time anyway. traveling,
0: Tyler Yes, despite the fact we're that We're going back to so... periods
1: of happiness in our own past
0: Yes, despite the fact that the games are so much better Than that which I carry on my phone Which like I think the best game I currently have on my phone Phone is like lego legacy which i don't know if you've played or not
1: oh i play absolute garbage on my phone <laughs> yeah terrible games absolutely terrible games i i play gardenscapes which is a bejeweled game that you hate no
0: oh i hate bejeweled
1: hang on let me let me pull it up here I don't know why this one is hooked. So this one is one of the things where, like, you can keep unlocking stuff as you beat levels. Like, you get, uh, things that happen in the game. Like, you get to customize more parts of your house or whatever. Oh, God. it's terrible. I, it's just, it's hooked me for some reason that I just, like, play it in my downtime. And, hang on, I'm trying to get this thing. I haven't opened it.
0: There's, there's no microtransactions in Final Fantasy IV for the Game Boy Advance.
1: <laughs> I haven't opened it in, like, eight days because of Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm on level 1549. <laughs>
0: No way. Uh, But yeah, the issue is, as much as I love the quality of the game on the Game Boy, nothing is as pretty
1: as my iPhone. I just don't, like, I have, there's a time and place in my life at this point for video games, and being out and about is none of
0: them. I I get that review. I totally get that review. But you wouldn't bring, like, if you, uh, it's tough to frame this. There's no situation where you would bring your Switch. On, like, a tour.
1: I never have, no. Huh.
0: That would be, like, the first thing I packed. I'd be like, I'm gonna spend a lot of time in a van. I'm bringing my Switch.
1: Yeah, but, like, the van is for hangs. I
0: guess. That's for for time with the boys, man. Like, well, you know, I feel like, yeah, I feel like when you travel, it's much more about the van than it is the destination. I've never brought my Switch on a plane. Oh, I brought my Switch on a plane plenty of times. That's the first thing I pack when I know I'm getting on a plane. Got a little carrying case and everything. It's got Mario on it. And I do this thing where I'm a grown freaking man and I get embarrassed when the TSA agent sees my Mario Switch case.
1: I mean, like, if, if so I might have brought it on the India trip if I wasn't, like, if it was different circumstances. So, like, if <laughs> I was going, if I was flying to, to you know, on 14 hours to go, like, on vacation and I was going to check into a hotel and leave my bag there, then I might You'd bring the bring... Switch. But it's like I knew I was going to have to pack back up and go somewhere else every two days the whole time we were that's there. Why got,
0: that's why get a carrying case.
1: Yeah, but, like, it just, it isn't, like, it's not worth the bag space just for the, because I would only use it on the flight. So you wouldn't use it in the... Fa- Van in India? Not really. Huh. I've never played my Switch in a car in my life, no. Any I don't know kind if I have either. Mobile vehicle.
0: I think the only vehicle I have that I would play my Switch in is in my truck. That's the only thing that feels like it's, like, big enough that I feel like I can stretch out enough to play it. Which is weird, because, like, I play it on an airplane where I have literally no space at all.
1: And, like, if I, you know, if I was in the car on, like, a road trip, and, like, Kate was driving, and I just whipped out a Switch... <laughs> She would be like, "Uh, excuse me. <laughs> this is time to." There's chat. some like because I'm never you know in that situation I'm never in the back seat you know right you yeah. can't play you can't play switch in the front seat no because it's got a screen it's not even like that a- it's just like you're just an asshole at that point if you're the co-pilot and you're sitting there like shut up I gotta get my bells, gotta farm these oranges <laughs> you're just a <laughs> jerk like I guess so
0: I've never busted out a laptop in the in a car have you done that yeah you have because you've like edited podcasts in the van before haven't yeah you? no
1: I do that in the van but that's like. Work but also that's why I stopped using the surface why because it's like it's a great photo editing tool But it is one not all that bright and be bad for your lap.
0: Yeah yeah, I can. I can imagine that. Very good for a desk.
1: Yeah, it's a great tabletop computer. Yeah, it is a bad laptop, which is where if I'm if I'm in the van, it's on my lap, and I need the keyboard and I need the screen and I need it to be bright because the I've got sun coming in the windows. Right, I, I have the elements, and I'm sitting there like with the Surface, it's like not quite sitting on my lap. The 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 kickstand is like digging into my knees, and I, I've got my one arm over it trying to like block it from the sun. Right. So at that point, I was like, you know what? I own this MacBook. I know I bought the Surface for this purpose because. I I thought it was gonna be great but it's bad you live
0: and you learn that's what gears for. That's, you live and you learn and now jordan bulky has my surface she like it
1: i have not checked in on her feelings about my surface <laughs> let's get back to about time since we didn't talk about it at all past what i thought about the movie what do you think about the movie so this is you this is a, a big 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 favorite of yours sell me on it you know that's i don't know that i could sell you
0: on it i love this movie i know that it's not without problems i feel like this is one where too many people go to the theater in like the film community and they're too concerned with the rubric and they're not concerned enough with just enjoying the story that's told i think that's what gets the reviews that it does um because i i don't i don't think the story is without fault either i think that there's definitely like the the roommate that he lives with is this weird unnecessarily rude person and his best man originally is rory who we don't really get enough screen time with um to like get any idea of who he is um what is this list i'm sorry i'm on this website that says most popular movies the outsiders high school musical harry potter and the goblet of fire Super Bad, Friends, Mean Girls, Clueless the Goonies, Prisoner of Azkaban, Ridmont High. What is this list? Uh, but so, like, but I don't know, something about this movie, I've always loved it. It was, it's, it's that movie that makes my, like, favorites list that I don't feel like, like, that it feels like it's mine, you know? Yeah. Like, it does, I don't feel the need to defend it. I don't feel the need to, like, I get that it's not on everybody else's favorites list, but I, I feel like I get to own this, this fun movie, this fun concept film.
1: I feel that. Here's, so, Here's my thing It's like no It is not without fault But it is not without Merit either By any means Yeah Like it is Remarkably well shot For a rom-com
0: <laughs> Yeah There's no doubt about that
1: Like it is It is shot in the style And that's That's what I think Has people so confused Over like How to treat it And how to rate it Because like It is an art house Rom-com
0: It's not funny though It's, it's more like Just a strict romance film This is This is considered A romantic comedy uh, When I think romantic comedy I think like Uh Uh, uh mm? movies that are funny and romantic I can like picture all of these but I can't think of their names oh my gosh that's the thing is I
1: think rom-com goes deeper than people give it credit for a lot of times
0: hold on I have to figure out this one sort of like I, I think because think, I, I think the
1: comedy and romantic comedy refers more to like the Shakespearean idea of a comedy than it does to the oh you know what I mean yeah because like, if you ending. say if you say a romance someone's gonna you know, die I, you know yeah like something well, bad I, is gonna happen and in this case something bad does happen but it happens to Bill Nye and you can kind of get is over
0: it criminal oh yeah
1: no friends, I, friends like I said I was not expecting think to of like,
0: when I think rom com
1: right but there's a there's a big spectrum between because I think uh, there's there's a, there's a lot of movies in the middle of of this and friends of benefits but i think they all sort of can be categorized the same way no strings attached the
0: proposal the ugly truth no this falls more on the on the side of like crazy stupid love
1: yeah that's still a rom-com
0: that's a good one i would put that on the bacon and eggs list there's some folks that that but, would say uh, crazy stupid love is their all-time favorite film did you know
1: that i'm I'm sure that any of the movies that we cover on this show, someone has said <laughs> in the past that it is their favorite film. But like, so it's it's not without merit. And if you had told me, like, I think that this is the perfect categorization for it because if you told me this is the guy that wrote and directed Love Actually making a movie 10 years later on $12 million. That is exactly what you get with this. Well, that's what it is. I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that is, that is it lines up so perfectly. Like, that makes sense. Because before you told me it was written by the guy that did Love Actually, I was like, this is exactly like Love Actually. Like, you can hear the script. Very smartly written. But also very badly written in some places. Yeah. There's some abysmal dialogue in this movie. There's some great... Like, the whole thing is, like, hand camera, which is wild. I like that. I did too, but it's just, like, there's not a locked-off shot in this movie. You know what I thought was weird? I
0: think that's to, to give the impression of, like, the the everything is sort of up in the air. Nothing is...
1: Nothing no, is I, I get, it. World. and I also don't necessarily know that it was even that deep when they decided to do it. I uh, think that they were—that was a, just a decision. They were like, "We're just going to hand camera this whole thing."
0: Maybe who knows? Um, there are segments in this that I think are like spectacular. Uh, I love the concept. The scene—the
1: scene where they're in the restaurant in the dark—so good. Immaculate writing just perfect yeah but then like every time narrator tim opens his mouth i'm like shut
0: up there's there's a scene that i really didn't like uh once they start dating there's this montage of them Getting on the train to go to work. Yeah. Did not work for me.
1: I liked it. That was one of the better moments for me. And the, and the montages that happen every time he time travels.
0: I like those. I thought phenomenal. Those well. where it, like,
1: it like hard cuts between scenes that have happened to him yeah. or to her, or it tells you exactly what's happening through the, yeah. like, like the, the one where he, they, he brings his sister back in time and you know, she never falls in love with whatever his name is. Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. And, you know, as it slams back into the future, you see quarter of a second bursts of her... Life with the new guy Yeah And that was like That's master class level
0: Yeah And it's just that's, so wild What did you think Of, of the of the sister?
1: I loved uh, the, the characters in this movie Were great All of them Like top to bottom Like this is a A well-charactered movie
0: Yeah It is character driven And I, I like that I felt like You really get a sense for I know that it's It's a little tropey With Rachel McAdams' character Of like Sort of manic pixie dream girl Of you know This unbelievably beautiful But humble girl Who is you know, She cut her own bangs And she's embarrassed about it But it obviously works And Eat it, like...
1: Right, and and that character is so common now, but, like, none of the actresses that play those characters were. Like, you couldn't get Lily James for this in 2013. Who's Lily James? She's, um... Deborah in Baby Driver. Correct. Because she was, like, ten. I mean, she wasn't ten, but, like, there's so <laughs> many people that that's her character now. Like, she plays Rachel McAdams from about time in every movie she's in. Right. But, like, you, you, probably, you haven't seen Yesterday, have you? No. No. Beatles don't exist. Good concept film. I feel like Yesterday... <laughs> Right, that's the one. It it struggled so hard at the end, but it's such a. I'll tell you. Yeah, go finish your sentence.
0: I feel like that film, without having seen it, could fall into the same category for me of, like, I own this, and obviously I don't own it, but you know what I mean? Like, I love this in a way that most other people didn't.
1: No, yesterday has a straight-up problem. Like, Like yesterday, yesterday, what?
0: You can spoil it if you want.
1: I don't even know how to spoil it without just, like, letting you watch the movie. There's not really a way. It's just, like, the ending just doesn't satisfy at all. Mm. It's like, you're watching the whole thing and you go, how does this have a 55% Rotten Tomato score? And you get to the last 10 minutes and you're like, how does this have a 55% Rotten Tomato score? Right. But also, like, it's Danny Boyle, so, like, it's a whole different level of, like, technically perfect. What about the, uh, uh... But anyway, so... The Springsteen one. Was that one I haven't seen it yet. I want to watch no. it. Um... But, like, Lily James plays, in Yesterday, she plays Rachel McAdams from About Time. Like, literally the exact same character. Quirky. I I hate people. Uh. Like, with the bangs and everything, and she's, like, (laughs) she's the obvious choice from the beginning. Right. But he has to, like, he has to come to it over time. Right. And she, like, finds another man, and he's like, well, I don't know about that. But also he's like, I am the world's biggest rock star. (laughs) But Yesterday is, is such a great concept film that like, I didn't want there to be rising action. I didn't want there to be a climax. I didn't want there to be a problem. I wanted to live in the universe they created. Right. For two hours just, like I just wanted to watch the daily life of this dude who is the only person that remembers the Beatles and like coca-cola doesn't exist and cigarettes don't exist and
0: <laughs> yeah uh I, I also like this genre of like sci-fi is not the right word but like low fantasy
1: yeah you know what I mean so I think and 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 that is where this movie gets any of the critical hate that it comes from is it gonna need to tell people they're gonna watch a time travel movie and then you give them this they're they're immediately just gonna be like I mean okay fine
0: i think this does a better job with time travel than like avengers endgame does i mean yeah
1: but people also had a problem with that but like i love <laughs> it's, so this is the same issue that i had with um and and this movie is better than uh the movie i'm about to reference so this is the same issue that i had with passengers okay with uh chris pratt and jennifer lawrence
0: oh yes yes is that like that you one. gave
1: me this incredible concept yeah and you made a so-so rom-com out of it.
0: The problem, my issue with Passengers, and that one actually, I do like more than the average
1: person. That one just has a bad ending, though. Again, like, it is just, it's there's a flaw. This doesn't have a, a air quote, flaw. Like, this is a good story. The problem with Passengers is that Chris
0: Pratt, as a career, plays a relatable character. And I cannot possibly relate to the decision he makes to wake up Jennifer Lawrence.
1: Oh yeah, he's so much more irredeemable than Allie is in The Notebook, for sure. Yeah, like she—I would never. The fact that she forgives him is so like Jennifer Lawrence in Passengers. Yeah, the fact that Jennifer Lawrence in Passengers forgives him, emperor. she has to. What, what? Why would she not? I mean, I get that, but also like it is just—it is me as a white man go looking at it and going, "This was written by a white man."
0: Oh yeah, he deserves her. He, he needs her.
1: And like this, this movie is the same way. This is a, this is a white male fantasy. Well, like Domino Gleason, a nerdy looking red haired kid gets to pick, has a choice between Margot Robbie and... I don't think he ever really
0: has that choice.
1: He I mean, has they, that they, choice. They, she offers him that choice. She's like, typically you come inside.
0: I, I know, but to me, that scene was still communicating the same thing it communicated the first time around where... He comes into a room and she's like, "Uh, you should ask me in the beginning of the summer. And then the beginning of the summer, he he does it. I still feel like, yeah, he would have slept with her. And
1: I get it. And and, and the writing might not be there, but you can still, it's not even, it's not even a writing thing. It's like, you can see the group of white men that made this movie, the producers, casting director, you know, all these people looking around and going, well, who do we get to play the foil of, uh, of, you know, Rachel McAdams? Well, we've got this incredibly attractive blonde woman who's hot right now from australia yeah and so she it's, looks it's, like
0: what harley quinn would look like right. if harley
1: quinn was real <laughs> And so you got a bunch of white dudes looking around and going, well, this is what I would have liked when I was a teenager. Right. Like, there's not a, there is, I don't think there's a black person in this movie. <laughs> you might be right about that. <laughs> like, I was, I just had struck me halfway through the movie. I was like, they did not, man, not even extras. Like, they didn't even try. No, I think you're right about that. That's not why I like it though. <laughs> I'm not saying it's why you like it. it, it, it that's what I'm saying. is like, this is a, this movie could have been so much better and it could have been so much worse. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is a straight up, like for every amazing decision they made, they made an equally, not an equally necessarily, but, like, they made a questionable decision. And, like I said, it hasn't... Some of the parts haven't aged particularly great. Well,
0: and I think there's the ethical dilemma of, like... I'm sorry,
1: I'm in my mouth. Anytime you have time travel, there's an ethical dilemma. That's the crux of a time travel movie. Always. I know. And this one hits that decision a lot less hard, because, I think like... The- it's obvious well, to him. He goes, he goes back in time and comes back to the future and he has a different child. And he's like, well,
0: Fortnite,
1: my sister, then I got to get my kid back.
0: Well, yeah I, yeah, I think that would have been an easy choice. I think that showing that though. So there's a few things. Right, but that's the, the hard of, choice in time. On, travel movies. I've got some points here. Uh, He still feels like he can save the sister and he does the ethical dilemma with the relationship is like you were going to fall in love anyway. It was just a matter of like setting yourself up to meet her because he doesn't like cheat the system to meet her the first time, but he does cheat the system to try to fall in love with Margot Robbie's character and it doesn't work because it was never going to work. So I feel like that's how they make him sort of like in his own mind. Okay with it. And then the same thing with, uh, the child was that like the child was obviously the most important thing he doesn't obviously like hate his sister or anything but he knows that going back and changing things isn't going to be the solution additionally what i think is interesting about the child is that he talks to the dad about it the dad says he learned the same lesson which means that like the dad this maybe was obvious, but like an easy decision for the father, but I still think it's an important decision was that the dad chose Tim to be his son. Correct. Like he could have changed something in the past, you know, never started smoking or whatever he said, and then had a different child. But, but I think Bill Nye's character is so genuinely in love with his son and the time that he gets to spend with him. And I, I love that dynamic more than anything in the film.
1: Well, and, and both of the kids is like, he chose Tim and then he chose Kit Kat kit kat over what could have been anybody yeah well and and also over reliving anything else right but yeah the whole the whole bill Nye getting sick and dying being the sort of climax of the movie was not what i was expecting at all you expected him to like cheat on her no i didn't i I didn't know truthfully truthfully i didn't know where it was going because they didn't write that in the script they didn't write the problem like they never had problems right there was never an issue between the two they were there, they were they were made for each other they were partners it was a you know a great beautiful relationship. Yeah, there was no, and I'm 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 grateful because that I never had to watch them fall apart.
0: Yeah, I'm I am also, and I I think there was also an easy out with she figures it out.
1: Oh, for sure, that's what I thought was going to happen. Was like there was going to be a reason he had to tell her. Yeah, um, but no, man, when he uh when he walks away from the they're about to go out for the funeral, he walks away from the funeral. He goes back and talks to the dad. I had to pause the movie and just take a minute. That was tough. That was a beautifully written whole thing
0: he goes in and the dad's reading dickens yeah
1: and when he goes back and they play ping pong for the last time and
0: And then they go back and play as kids yeah when
1: he's a kid just that whole interaction was incredible right and no i don't think it's selfish because he only hesitates for about 30 seconds when asked to give it up you had brought forth the point earlier that it was selfish of him to keep going back and 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 hanging out with the dad
0: I yeah I think that you you make an excellent point there but I still think like prolonging that grief was his mom didn't get that opportunity I
1: mean that's true but I, I don't think you could think about it like that
0: yeah I think yeah I think you have to look at it as a blessing
1: yeah I mean it sucks that the mom didn't get it and the sister didn't get it but like it's just kind of how it shakes out you know yeah I, I I would take the opportunity if even if I knew mom wouldn't get it no no hesitation I think time travel would be cool either way oh for sure yeah it'd be dope. <laughs>
0: What w- what would you tell high school Ethan? I don't think I'd ever talk to high school. No, I, I wouldn't. No, I guess you wouldn't be talking to you. You'd be like existing as you. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would go back to high school.
1: No, I might. Do well, that and, th- and that again. was the thing is they had to they had to show pretty early on him finding the moment that he wants to go with. What do you mean? Like he meets what the hell is her name? Mary. Mary. Early on it's in my the mother's movie. name. It is your mother's name. It is also <laughs> Tim's mother's name. <laughs> How's your mother? She still look like Andy Warhol. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that guy? I love that guy. He's completely
0: pointless, but I love him. Well, he's not completely pointless cuz he has the the play go poorly which causes him to not meet Mary.
1: Right, which is just prolonging the movie. Right. That just adds time to him. <laughs> that like because you come, they come back eventually to square one where he meets Mary and falls in love with her. We just have to show him goofing it up, right? Which is where it gets creepy. I maintain like it, that that whole sequence didn't need to happen. How do you feel about Kate Moss? I, I feel nothing about Kate Moss. I don't they, really know they, who Kate Moss is. I don't
0: either. I'm scared to Google Kate Moss.
1: I think this she's a model. Do-
0: it's
1: like a fashion model. Like, yeah, sure, high fashion.
0: High fashion. High fashion is a industry that, uh, I just don't understand. I don't
1: get it at all. Yeah, no, I see, uh, I know,
0: like, I know that it exists and I know that there's more money in it than in the NFL, but I see the lot.
1: runway costumes and I'm like, this isn't like nobody's ever going to wear this. I think
0: that was the case more. Like, I think more and more you're seeing runway outfits that people actually wear, but I, I really don't know.
1: But like, you know, the major fashion houses like Armani and Dolce and Gabbana and all of them, they make like jeans and. Fortnite. Two. Like, right. <laughs> just, like, clothes. <laughs> for, like, people. Dickies. <laughs> a Dickies fashion runway would be incredible, because it would take place in, like, Birmingham. Derelict. In, like, a factory. Like, just like a, like a working- <laughs> they'd be walking down, like, conveyor belts. Yeah. Like a working factory in, you know, the part of England where the sun has never come out.
0: So, here's the thing about Kate Moss. She's five foot seven. But every photo of her looks like she's like 6'5".
1: Yeah, she's really skinny. Yeah. So she's a model. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what she does. Yeah, she's a model. Yeah. If you, if you Google an image of Kate Moss, you'd be like, oh, uh, yes.
1: Yeah, I I've exactly seen this. She is,
0: yeah. I've seen this face before. Let's she get lost a-
1: tonight. You can be my black Kate Moss tonight. Yes. She was Play in a J.C. Perry, I'm, I'm the catalog. boss tonight, and we don't give a f- <laughs> They all say, right? I'm the Christian, the Christian to your... They don't make them like this anymore.
0: I ask because I'm, I'm not, not
1: sure. sure. Do anybody, anybody make, make real, make s- real anymore? anymore? anymore.
0: What a great song. You should be honored by my lateness. I, I, I would even show up, up
1: to this fake
0: So go ahead, go nuts, nuts, go eight, go eight. <laughs> uh, Kanye West, a true icon. So yeah, I have no feelings towards Kate Moss.
1: Yeah, she's like a... <laughs> They probably could have gotten her to be in the movie.
0: <laughs> Query. If uh, if somebody approached you and was like, hi. You're... My name
1: is what?
0: No, if they were like, hi, you're Ethan. No, you said hi. I know. And you were like, yes, my name is Ethan. And they were like, let's talk about... I don't... What's something you like, Ethan? Let's talk about PV guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Amplifiers. <laughs> Do you even know me? <laughs> let's talk about... Defender stratocasters. <laughs> I don't I don't know what kind of stuff you're into. And they just like dropped a fact that was like a hard line belief that you've had for a long time. Would you be like, yes, I totally agree. Would you be like, I want you out of my head now? I mean, I don't if like I was, that you just said that. If to I was me.
1: nobody, if I didn't have a podcast where you like voiced this internet opinion. presence.
0: Right. But if you, if you were like, oh, you saw my tweet, and they were like, what's Twitter? You'd be like, I don't like you.
1: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and that goes badly for him. <laughs>
0: yeah, she's like, well, no, no, but he's
1: like, oh, yeah, I feel like
0: her early stuff. But she was just so... Some- That's
1: what I'm saying is so...
0: Fortnite.
1: Creepy is that he he listens to her say that when he's like, he comes up to her in the, in the museum, and it's just like... Oh, so you you like Kate Moss? I can't do the Donald Gleason accent. He has the British accent. Like does he? I don't. I, he just I, sounds I, like he's he is sounds like there's no there's no I'm like accent so,
0: to it. I'm so bad at accents that I was watching this movie. And they were like, Rachel McAdams was like, oh, my parents are here. He's like, American parents? I was like, oh my God, she doesn't have an accent. You just, you
1: took her that long to realize she was American? <laughs> yeah. But no, that's what, that's what's so creepy about it, is that she tells him that stuff and he comes back and he's just like, let's talk about Kate Moss. You know, I just really feel like it's a history. Her early things were so much more omnipresent than what she does now. And I just really can't believe that anybody else would possibly think like this. And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> And it's creepy. It's, more. Weird. Like, it's, it's weird. That is weird. Yeah, that's Not gaslighting. You're... Like that is that is bad. You can't do that anymore. I get that in 2013 it was probably fine. And it was cute. People were like oh, but like. We've put names to it in the intervening seven years, and I watched that today for the first time, and I'm like, not, no, 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 not all, not all, bad, bad, Tim. So hold on,
0: if somebody came up to you and they were like, "I'm trying to find one of your tweets where you where you voice a an, an opinion,"
1: Tyler, if there's anybody you know that would recognize their own words thrown back at them, it's me. If somebody came up to if you, somebody, and they were if like, somebody came up to me and directly you, quoted one of my tweets at me, I would think it was Fortnite.
0: Weird. If they were like Ethan. If somebody, if you were sitting there getting a sandwich and somebody leaned over and they were like, "You know, best thing about this quarantine is everybody's just at home with their dogs. Isn't that just the best?"
1: No, that's we- not <laughs> <laughs> That's the you know, that's the wrong kind of opinion and you know it. I you get the example like- you're making, but like that is not an original Ethan Edgehill <laughs> hardline opinion. <laughs>
0: uh.
1: If somebody came up to me and was just like out of the blue, they were like, "Hi, you look miserable at this party." You know, I really feel like Lin-Manuel Miranda probably wasn't the best person to star in Hamilton and probably shouldn't have just let, you know, an accomplished rapper and sort of singer actually do the lead part in this instead of feeling the need to be... The producer, writer, director, and star all at the same time. I really feel like it would have given more voice to more people, the thing he was claiming to do all along. If somebody came up to me and said that out of nowhere, I'd be like, yeah, get out of my head, you
0: Fortnite. Weirdo. <laughs> Stay away from me. I don't like you anymore. Please
1: leave, person that claims not to know me. <laughs>
0: That's a weird way to introduce yourself. Let's talk about Kate Moss.
1: It's an extremely (laughs) weird way to introduce yourself. And that's the thing is like, nobody talks like that. And she should have seen through that and been like, I'm sorry. Hey, I think that, but nobody talks like that out of the gate.
0: (laughs) That's your follow-up. They're talking about Lynn manuel It's you being like, as a fair way to introduce yourself, let's talk about Kate Moss. Let's instead. talk about Kate Moss. I really feel like it's just a history. <laughs> it's her early work. You know, anytime you see her doing the high fashion stuff, you know that underneath, she's still just that naked girl on the beach, you know? That's it, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's the thing is like that's the thing is tim has never seen whatever pictures she's referencing
0: yeah he's not actually a kate moss fan
1: that's the thing that gets me is he didn't give a
0: fortnight
1: f- about kate moss
0: well he did like spend a week in her in her like art gallery he probably but before that but t- that's
1: creepy enough that's a weird <laughs> enough way to meet somebody is to be like she likes Kate Moss. She'll probably walk through here at some point, and I can go up and weirdly introduce herself or myself. Uh, what, what he he pokes her back? I'm talking specifically to you, Peter. <laughs> it's a Donald Gleason quote from uh, Peter Rabbit 2, the movie. Have you seen Peter Rabbit? 2? No, it's what he says in the trailer. <laughs> oh. she like she because the girls driving the, the the Land Rover or whatever they're driving, <laughs> and he was like yelling out the roof to Peter Rabbit, and then Chance yeah. Corden's like. I don't think you're talking with me. And the Jeep, like, backs up, and he gets back out of the roof and goes, I was talking directly to you, Peter!
0: <laughs> I've seen the first one.
1: I didn't it know is... there was a first one until it said two at the end of the second one. And I was like, there's a first one? Or is this just some wild mountain goats way to do this?
0: Or Star Wars. Uh, Yeah, there's the first one. It's, uh, who's the girl? Who's the girl? Uh, It came out in 2018, so it's not like... Yeah, no, if you
1: hadn't asked, it's, um...
0: Daisy Ridley voices Cottontail. What? Rose Byrne. No, she's somebody. I've never heard of Rose Byrne. You have. I can't remember. Oh, you're right. She's nobody. I mean, she's somebody. She's, I'm definitely familiar with this face. Ah, uh, she looks like somebody though. She was a spy. She was no, in but like in the
1: in the she looks like somebody else in these movies.
0: She was the voice of Jexy, which was like. I don't know. All I know is Lucas Black with Sean Boswell Tokyo Drift. is in NCIS New Orleans as a main character. And every time this show is on of my house, which is all the time, I like, I get uncomfortable. You're not supposed to be here, man.
1: What do you mean, drift? What do you mean, drift? <laughs> you know what DK stands for? Donkey Kong. I don't know. Donkey Kong. <laughs> drift King. Drift. It's drift. drift. What do you mean, Drift. <laughs> Just don't wreck Mona. <laughs> and he wrecks Mona. He wrecks Mona. Bad. The Hans alive. Yeah,
0: that I don't like that. I, <laughs> <laughs>
1: These movies have no rules, man. <laughs> they used to have rules. Maybe so. Now that we're done with like franchise, like like that. You to about a franchise. No, but you like about a franchise. That's not what I was about to talk about. Like we're out of the franchises. You know, we've we've covered the big ones, and, like, <laughs> the rest of them may or may not ever happen.
0: Yeah, it could be the end of movies. Hollywood's over.
1: We have no idea when Black Widow's gonna come out because they're sure as hell not gonna direct a DVD that one. I might. I doubt it. Strongly doubt that they're gonna release an MCU film on digital. Direct to Disney+. Plus. They're not even doing that. They're they're making sure they make their money first. Um, but, like, what if in, in, in 2020, Bacon and Eggs just starts covering, like, action movies? Like, we talk about, like, Mission Impossible and, like, The Hunt for Red october and the born identity pat just that's a war movie <laughs> i don't want to do war movies i don't want to do war movies but i'm talking like talking about like action movies like pacific rim yeah fast and <laughs> the furious. things that, the things that you and i have made very clear that we don't understand no not fast and furious fast and furious is different
0: fast and furious is good a lot of people don't understand about fast and furious is that it's good
1: but it's not though Have you ever watched one of those movies? That's what always blows my mind about those movies. I watch them and I'll be like... I watch them and I'm like, this is garbage and I love it. This is my reality TV. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: people watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I watch Keeping Up with the Toretto's. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Tracking the Toretto's? Yeah, like, you know, people look at it. People from the outside and they're like, this is so Fortnite. Stupid. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like... Tom is busted up about the loss of his best friend, mm-hmm. Brian, and now his brother's back? His white brother's back? <laughs> Out of nowhere? His brother's an assassin and Han's alive?
0: <laughs> I've been broken up about Han's death I'm for years. I'm sitting over here
1: for, for fucking years, man. <laughs> years. I,
0: I mean, literally years. Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. That was, was the first one I ever saw. 2006.
1: That was the first one I ever saw.
0: I've seen that movie many, many times.
1: Many times. <laughs> I would say that's on the list. I recorded that off of FX onto a DVD and watched it because I didn't have a DVD copy. (laughs) But we had a DVD like recorder, like a VCR for DVDs.
0: I want you to know this about F9, which is the whole title of the movie F9. Yeah, they're
1: using like tornadoes as the art. Charlize Theron plays a character called Cipher. She's been in. She she was in like. 6, 7, and 8. Was she? That's like a character, yeah. How old is she? I know
0: how old she is. She's 45.
1: I was going to say anywhere between 40 and 50. I didn't know
0: if she... Uh, so I thought she was around that age, but I also thought there was a chance that she was like 26 and that was a different person I was thinking
1: no, of. No, she's been around forever. I kn- I, see, that's every what time, I was thinking. But it's like, you know, I watched, I watched Matt, Matt, Mad Max Fury Road. At the end, they were like, Charlize Theron. I was like, that's who that was?
0: Yes. Every time she's in a movie, I'm like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be! <laughs> Can't be Charlize Theron. Can't
1: be Charlize Theron!
0: She's in Tully was the one People that I saw.
1: loved that movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I don't even know what it's about. Uh,
0: was she in
1: Where'd You Go Bernadette or was that Kate Blanchett? I mixed them up for some reason even though they're like nothing alike.
0: Uh, Bernadette was the lady from Saturday Night Live. It was Kate Blanchett, Billy Crudup, God. so the name keeps popping up, and uh, Kristen Wiig is who I was thinking of.
1: Okay, well, Kristen Wiig did not play Bernadette, and was also not the person I was thinking of. Kate Blanchett did.
0: I actually, so I thought I hadn't seen this movie. I've seen more of it than I realized. I still haven't seen the whole thing. Seen what? Uh, Where'd you go, Bernadette? I haven't seen a single second. Uh, it's, it, it, I think you should watch it. Oh,
1: I'm sure I should. Everything, everything points to me like, John Agroni liked it, it's Richard Linklater, it made $10 million. That sounds like my kind of movie. It's got Billy Crudup in it. (laughs) What do you know Billy Crudup from that you were this obsessed with Billy Crudup? He
0: was Steve Prefontaine and Without Limits.
1: <laughs> That's it. Okay. I was like, what movie have you seen Billy Crudup in that was... Because you always talk about Billy Crudup. I'm like, these are not Tyler Carlin movies.
0: He was also uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen. Um, so I've seen his wiener. <laughs> Nice. And he was in the morning show, which is like sort of brought me back to him. What is sort the morning show? Morning show is uh, Apple TV. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Billy Crudup. Ah, that's a hell of a cast. <laughs> Oh, it's it's extremely good. Um, it's also got the dude from the thing. Oh man, Mark Duplass and Nesta Carbonell. Fair. Oh yeah. But Very I was like,
1: I, I, I'm thinking about the movies that I know Billy Crudup from, and I'm like, you have not seen Billy Crudup at anything. Are you a big big fish guy? Yeah, fantastic movie. Big Fish, Almost Famous, the Good Shepherd. He was uh, one of the guys in need pray love. That so yeah, his his top four: Almost Famous,
0: Watchmen, Big Fish, Good Shepherd.
1: Um, Almost Famous is a movie that you would probably like, but would never think to watch
0: I, I have a feeling i would like big fish as, and the good oh, shepherd big fish also. Is a,
1: a great movie to I be mean, straight up like
0: yeah no, that, that's just that that's uh on my list the good shepherd
1: is like the end of time is like an action movie like it, i believe it was made out of a you know adult novel a beach house fiction <laughs> you know what i mean
0: Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Books that people like you and I don't read. We're not allowed to
1: read. No, we're. I mean, we're allowed. We're too woke to read those. Uh, exactly. I mean, I feel we like gotta still, I read We one gotta keep claiming that young, young adult fiction is the greatest yeah. thing to ever happen until we're forty, right? Until I genuinely don't relate anymore. I will never not relate to the Faulkner stars. What a good film. Yeah, no, good. Big Fish is a, is a really good movie. It's just utter nonsense.
0: I've, yeah, I've heard it's very good. Heard it's uh, heard worth my time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got Ewan McGregor
0: in it. See, that's all I needed. I'm yet to see a Ewan movie I don't like. Ewan McGregor,
1: a, Billy Crudup, Helena Bonham Carter, Marion Cotillard, Steve Buscemi, the guy that sang Hallelujah. What are we going
0: to do Patch Adams on Bacon and Eggs? That's the real Probably question. never.
1: We're going to have to burn through some Williams before I'm like, <laughs> I want to watch
0: Patch Adams. I don't even know what this is about, to be honest with you. Oh,
1: uh, he's like a doctor. But good morning vietnam i will do that as a bonus episode tomorrow
0: <laughs> i would have to find some time to see good
1: it good morning vietnam this is not a test this is rock and roll i love that movie so much that was great audio by the way that was just not it yeah, was the worst it was terrible
0: audio. It was the worst i hated everything about it
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> no, hold on i couldn't huh? take a picture of these waveforms <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's time to wrap up. I think. So, yeah, it is time to wrap up. I've yeah. Actually,
0: uh, like 20 minutes ago, I saw that it was time to wrap up, and I didn't say anything.
1: Yeah, this has been a, this has been a good combo though. We've been having good times. I'm sending it in the group chat with no context to Marikali as well. She could deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Good morning Vietnam. Great movie. Unexpectedly sad. Good God. <laughs> But that's, that's uh, peak Williams for me, man. That is that is one of his best roles.
0: I, I find that I've seen less Williams than I than I thought. I remember seeing Bicentennial Man and hating it, which we talked about on this podcast. I mean, so I, I, think that,
1: I think we've all seen less Williams than we think, because specifically you and I being we all, because like how many times have you seen Dead Society? Many. Many. Yeah. <laughs> Same.
0: <laughs> I've never seen... Honestly, let me, before we wrap, I just want to get into a little bit of Williams talk.
1: All right, let me let me go to his IMDb. Uh So Ron Williams has been in some movies that I could not give half a sh- fortnight. Uh, so
0: I am just going to start I'm just going to start at the top. I've seen absolutely anything. I have not. I don't even know what it is. Uh it is uh it's a, it's a concept film where Simon Pegg uh, it's it's like Bruce Almighty sort of.
1: Uh I, I I'm familiar with the uh, poster.
0: Yes. I've seen that at the Museum Secret of the Tomb. Uh never seen A Merry Freaking Christmas, never seen Eric Man in Brooklyn, never seen Boulevard
1: I've seen several episodes of The Crazy Ones.
0: I'm familiar with it being on television, but that's about the extent of my knowledge.
1: I saw the episode of Wilfred he was in.
0: Uh, I've never seen The Face of Love, The Butler, The Big Wedding, Louis, Wilfred. I'm sure I've seen a Zelda
1: commercial. You should watch Wilfred, by the way. You love Daniel Radcliffe.
0: I do love Daniel Radcliffe. Except it's Elijah Wood. Yeah, that's Elijah Wood. (laughs) I also love Elijah Wood. I watched uh, Fellowship of the Ring Extended Edition about a week ago. And holy crap man That Lord of the Rings series is very good Yeah
1: Some questionable but, cinematography But yeah
0: oh, it's just Some a, questionable it's cinematography just But also thing.
1: some incredible cinematography Really depends on which scene you're looking at And whether or not someone's talking Yes Because it'll go from like The world's most beautiful landscape shot To like a picture of just Gandalf's eyes
0: Yeah uh, I've seen Happy Feet 2 uh, I've seen Saturday Night Live I think I've seen every episode he's been in Um, I've seen Old Dogs I have not seen Old Dogs I I've couldn't seen tell you what Bob. it's about I'm, but... I'm sure I've seen this episode um, Of what? Sponge SpongeBob? Bob. I don't know, I've man. Seen... That came
1: out in 2009. <laughs> uh,
0: I've seen every episode of SpongeBob up through probably 2012. I've seen Night of the Museum. No shrink. I've no seen World's Man Greatest of the Dad. Year. Uh, I haven't seen. I didn't see his thing on Idol. No August Rush. No License to Wed. I've seen. August Night Rush of the is Museum. a good movie. Yeah. There's there's Night at the Museum Original.
1: Films? Night at the Museum Original. Happy Feet. Man of the Year and RV all came out the same year.
0: And I, I've seen all of them except Man of the Year. Great movie. I seen very,
1: very uh, topical these days. Uh. Scrolling down, what
0: I have seen because I haven't seen like this whole thing. Seen Bicentennial Man. I've seen AI. You never seen AI? Uh. Uh-uh. I've seen half of Goodwill Hunting.
1: Love that movie. I have a Goodwill Hunting uh, poster in my living room.
0: Truthfully, I I, I very much enjoyed it. I, I think I was called to a different room and then just never came back. Uh, I, it. I mean,
1: we, I will eventually force you to watch it on this show. Not
0: gonna complain. uh I've seen Flubber. I've seen every episode of Friends, so I saw him in that. Uh, I saw Ladd in The King of Thieves.
1: I've seen Jack. I've seen the Birdcage. Birdcage is a good movie. Um, I've seen uh, I have not... I've seen Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Which is, I mean, an uncredited bit,
0: but I've seen it. Seen Aladdin, and I've seen Dead Poet Society.
1: You never seen Hook? No. Oh, I've seen Hook. I've seen The Fisher King. <laughs> seen Cadillac Man. Cadillac Man's a you would love Cadillac Man. Let me let me tell you about
0: uh my my relationship with Peter Pan. I'd Cadillac never... Man is like a sales movie. You would love it. Oh, I love good sales movies.
1: morning vietnam seen that
0: i've seen oh i haven't seen the Moscow on the Hudson great movie the last one i saw was uh there's a bunch of good stuff here no doubt about it yeah um my relationship with peter pan we need to finish up here but i'll just do my last last thing i want to say uh i never saw peter pan growing up but i know that i forced my family to rent it more than once and then I, i just didn't get to see it while we had it uh and that was like the animated version i've never seen any of these aren't related But in my mind, they are probably the green outfits. I've never seen any of Peter Pan or Robin Hood stories like on screen. In any capacity. Or adaptation. I've
1: seen a lot of both of those.
0: Yeah. No, none of it. Most
1: Robin Hoods are bad. Probably. But I don't know. I, you know, I, does, I am I have been purported a, a couple times Hood. to be a big fan of the uh the Mel Brooks satire. I love Robin Hood Men and Tights. I, I've heard that's the one to love. I love that. I love Spaceballs. I love Blazing Saddles. I love Silent Movie. I love Young Frankenstein. I like all those movies.
0: No, I meant that's the Robin Hood to love.
1: No, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm a big fan of that whole thing. Yeah. But Carrie Elway's... From uh Princess Bride playing Robin Hood was a phenomenal pick.
0: Right, I feel like that's all he was playing in the other film. Oh so. for sure,
1: yeah. hundred percent. I'd be down to watch that. Uh it's like it's like Carrie always and Dave
0: Chappelle. Like it's great. I think it's Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle well, as a a chew. Yeah.
1: Anyway, let's let's uh let's
0: let's rank about time. So this this would fall, I think for me, if this was my ranking, pull this, this board would up. F- this would fall somewhere in the 6 to 10 range, but I'm not going to force that on six you. 6
1: to 10? Uh, you like this more than Onward and Frozen 2? No, I feel like
0: I'm more comfortable, honestly, more comfortable in the 12 to 15 range. I like this more than 10 things I hate about you, for sure.
1: I'm not putting it above Christopher Robin. Okay,
0: that's fine. Um, I was
1: going to say in between 10 things I hate about you in the holiday, but
0: I, I'm willing to concede. Okay, I was going to say above Jumanji, so I'm down with between 10 things and Jumanji.
1: Okay, I'm going to stick it in between 10 things I hate about you and the hole what no oh that Jumanji
0: oh yes I'm sorry Jumanji the next level
1: okay you can go above 10 things that's fine I don't have that strong opinions on 10 things I hate about
0: you that's a movie that uh somebody was talking about the other day to me I very easily understand why would be somebody's like all time
1: oh for sure I just it's a movie I like a lot but like I'm never gonna fucking go to bat for it I would go to bat for it but not over a lot of these it's, it's not even that. If somebody's like, I really hate 10 things I hate about you, I'm going to be like, oh, that sucks. Sorry, man. <laughs> you are missing out. I really liked that Yeah, movie. I was like, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that one. It was a good Heath Ledger. <laughs> not my favorite Heath Ledger, but like close. <laughs> and But it, it's like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get a fight with somebody about it. Right. There's no objective, like, oh, okay, boomer. Right. <laughs> it's not like, if you hate 10 things I hate about you, you're just unintelligent.
0: Is there anything on our list that's like that? Parasite. No, I could actually totally see somebody watching Parasite and being like,
1: mm, yeah, I hated this. I mean, if somebody is like, I don't like hidden figures, I'm gonna be like, you're either racist or sexist or both. <laughs> Re-examine <laughs> <That's> yourself. <laughs> but if you're like, like I don't like 10 things I hate about you, I'm like, yeah. I, okay, man, like, whatever. <laughs> sure it's a movie dude like <laughs> that's how i feel down. about that's how i feel about so many of those 80s and 90s movies like especially the 80s ones but a lot of the like 90s comedies as well i'm like i love this man but like it's a movie dude like yeah whereas some okay. of the more recent ones and even some of the older ones i'm like whoa this is art this is high art. even like the best even like ferris bueller i'm like hey if you don't like it like whatever dude like i get it man there's just it's it's not possible for those movies to elicit that reaction from me like, I don't, man, I don't get it, but, like, really ties the room together, dude. It's like I take a Big Lebowski approach to every 80s movie.
0: I've never seen the Big Lebowski. That's okay. I know that reference, though. Like, I know. It's, I, know it.
1: I mean, it's a, it's a movie. It is, I like the Big Lebowski. It is one of the most overrated movies ever made. Hmm. It has been, like, it has no reason to be the sort of cult classic that it is. Like, it's a perfectly good movie. If you watch it and like it, you watch it and like it. If you watch it and hate it, all right. But people that are like, The Pickle Basket is the greatest movie ever made. Like, really ties the room together, man. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> you should watch. Yeah,
0: I, d- I don't think the dude is that woke of a Watch character. like
1: Prince of Tides or some sh- Like, just go for it. Watch a movie that makes you think, bro, once. All
0: right, uh, breakfast food. If, if I was to sit down for breakfast and eat about time, it would be something very English, very, like, like homemade bread with, like, a lot of butter, jams. It's just a lot of jams, because it's a little bit sticky, you know? It's it sticky. is. Their first date's a little bit sticky, if you know what I mean.
1: This was an unnecessarily R-rated movie. Yeah, I, it was. There's I didn't, no I didn't reason reason mention for... that ever in this episode, but, like, there's no reason this movie should be rated R, except for the one great scene of Bill Nye going, I went with the good
0: Fortnite.
1: When that was the
0: 70s there's also kate moss's boobs are in it i love so.
1: bill Nye so much oh i do too anytime he's on screen in any film in any film yeah any there's no movie that's not made better by his presence yeah do you fear death
0: jack sparrow I see. and uh so we got the breakfast food we got lots of jams <laughs> lots uh, of jam <laughs> Lots of jams. What else do we do at the end of this show?
1: We give a promo for a show on the WBNE Network. We talk about super shout outs. We talk about.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of. Bacon and Eggs, a movie lovers podcast. Uh, If you like this show and want to listen to more shows like it, you should check out WBNE.org. We've got a ton of different shows that are there that you can listen to and enjoy and love. You can listen to my other podcast. It's called Bagels. It's about relationships. Just last week, I got to sit down with my brother and talk about his new marriage. That was super interesting. You should definitely check it out. Or you could listen to our uh, show about Lord of the Rings. It's called That's What I'm Talking About, where comedian Mary Clay Watt reads the Lord of the Rings. She just finished the two Tower so it's good a time as any to watch the first two movies and pick up Return of the King. Uh, I can tell you that that works because I just watched the first movie and uh, it's it's a pretty pretty good adaptation. I think you'd be just fine. Uh, and then, what else? Um, oh, yeah, and if, if those interest interesting, you, you should definitely check out our newest podcast on the network. It's called Late to the Party. It's a real play fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. And really all that means is that it's a, story, it's a collaborative storytelling podcast uh, where one person sort of leads the story and four people kind of like give actions, kind of choose their own adventure and that that shapes the world that it's in It's a very cool very interesting you do not need to know about dungeons and dragons to listen to it that's just sort of the medium in which the story is told through um the the rules of the game are are very simple very easy to learn and the, the hosts do a really good job there's a preview for that show actually right here
1: in a world not unlike our own
0: it is a balmy 80 degrees in Miami, Florida. I am
1: chaotic neutral tiefling monk. I don't recall there being tieflings in Miami. Now you know that hammer toss isn't an actual hammer, right? It is in this universe. Okay. No, it's a,
0: it's a big ol' it's a big old hammer. It's a big
1: old sledgehammer. <laughs> Where magic and monsters run rampant.
0: Kind of looks like a bug monster.
1: Oh, Jordan has showed us a diagram of, uh, I think, Red-Eyes Black Dragon from the Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh
0: my (laughs) god! (laughs) Uh, Well, I speak infernal, so I'm gonna ask it what the heck it is.
1: A real estate agent.
0: Lily Davis,
1: who sells real estate by day. A football coach. I love you, don't touch my flowers. A failed actor. I am a former Broadway star. And a teenager.
0: Sunny days, a student in college, crazy, right?
1: Must save the world.
0: And you're waving your clipboard back and forth, and
1: do I feel my clipboard connect with something? Coming March 23rd to WBNE. Late to the party. I know
0: Uh, additionally if you if you want to give a little bit back to this show you can check out patreon.com slash bacon and eggs we've got a bunch of really good reward tiers for like a sort of membership opportunity for you to get into our discord server or get bonus episodes of the show like the hash browns currently we're doing a series called pilot sauce where we like watch a pilot of a tv show that we liked and then we um sort of like a live commentary instead of uh, like a review which this week we're doing what are we doing this week (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're choking We're choking
1: Apparently uh, We're doing the IT crowd
0: The IT crowd Oh I love that I show decided. Great
1: pilot um, I was going to give you A whole list of pilots We could do Because I went through The like comedies And then I realized The IT crowd was on Netflix And I was like You know what Delete list We're doing this one Yeah So
0: we're doing the IT crowd that's This a great week pilot. So if you want to listen to that You can Or if you're more interested In more like a one time Support thing to the show That's a great thing to do You can check out our merch We have a lot of different T-shirts and hoodies They're all still available uh, Or you can go to wbne- WBNE.org Click the button In the top right for the super shout- outs and it's a great opportunity for a one-time donation to the show that directly supports ethan and i uh which is really helpful during this sort of season in life where there's a lot of uncertainty uh any sort of stability really goes a long way and i i genuinely say that from the bottom of my heart but what that is it's an opportunity for you to shout out to a friend or loved one who listens to this show or you want to listen to this show uh, ethan and i will read a message that you write to them uh and and it's just a fun little thing that you can do um, and there's opportunities for that to either support your business or just send a message out personally. And we, we could be happy to take care of you either way. Uh, but that's, that's really all the news in the, uh, the bacon and eggs world. Even, do you have anything to add sort of just, uh, like socials and, and, and producers and things like that you want to talk about? Yeah. You can find us on Twitter and
1: Instagram, <laughs> bacon and eggs pod. Uh, you can find Tyler on Twitter at America Carlin, Twitter, and Instagram, at America Carlin. You can find me on Twitter at wow. Now, but the O zeros and, uh, on Instagram at edge Hill photos, go follow me on Instagram. Instagram, I'm putting out some fire, not gonna lie to you yeah. So, go go do that Anyway, uh, our graphics are by Vashon Brandon Graphite.vmb on Instagram Hit him up and get him to design some graphics for you Dude's incredible As well as our theme music is by Andrew Scott Bell At andrewscottbell.com Or andrewscottbell No, andrewscottbellmusic.com Or andrewscottbell on Twitter and Instagram All of that is in the description, as always
0: And, and, and Bacon on and Eggs is a production of wb It's producers are Tyler Carlin and Ethan Edchill It's edited by Ethan Edchill And uh, new episodes come out every Thursday And for the next eight weeks, every Monday Whoa. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm excited for that. We're calling it, you said Mandalorian Mondays. We're definitely calling it monday You
0: came up <laughs> we'll with that call. when we
1: got on Skype call and you were like, I'm super excited for monday I was like, well, that's it.
0: That's the one. Uh, we might do a different graphic for that. I haven't decided yet. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll leave it at we'll see.
1: <laughs> we could do uh, like a, just an awful graphic. <laughs> <laughs> i like, I'll cook one up tomorrow during some downtime and show you what I mean, because I've got a great vision for this.
0: All the baby Yoda. Anyway, thanks for listening.
1: I've been Ethan Edshill. He's with Tyler Collin. Until next week, arrivederci. About time. Cop out.